Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. We're going to crank that joint. Yeah, crank. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, my main man, Fantasy Task, Jim Day. The MF and closer, Chris Ventra, coming to you for the next hour, getting you ready for week number four of the NFL season. Going to talk some DFS today, look at a couple fan duel prices, get you squared away and set on that. Going to talk some sports wagering with my main man, Jamie Heath, from the sportsbrokers.com. He'll come on, talk some trends with us, get us ready for college football and the NFL. Week five in college, week four in the NFL, and of course, a little bit later on, we open the phone lines, get you ready for sit start. Preview Thursday Night Football. You know how we do on a TI Thursday right here on FNTSY Radio. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Goon Squad, what up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah. Venture, what's cracking? What's good, what's good? It's your boy. Let's get it started tonight. Vikings, Rams, I'm hyped. I got a lot of Vikings, got a lot of... No, I don't have a lot of Rams, but I have a lot of Vikings, and I'm hyped about it. I don't know what to do. Right. We got to talk about it. We got to get that one started. We'll, we'll start with that. Fantasy Task, Jim Day, how you doing, big dog? Hey, I'm not as hyped up as you guys are, but I'm hyped. It's Thursday. We get to watch some football tonight. I'm even going to watch it on Prime because I want to see the two women do the uh, the play-by-play analysis. Yeah, you know yeah, what? And right. I'm going to watch it on Prime, too, because I also want to check out Andrea Kramer and Hannah Storm. Unlike Craig Carton, I don't think this is the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see, but I'm I'm a little, uh, you know, pessimistic about it. You're pessimistic. It. Your cup is half empty. Yeah, I'm half Why empty. is your cup half empty? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't think it has anything to do with that. It's two women doing the broadcast. I think that guys in general that are watching it aren't going to necessarily, you know, yeah. like it. Right. You know what I mean? I could care. I could care less about what other guys think about it. Look, most of the guys that do it nowadays suck. I'd like to see somebody else give it a try and see if they're any good. Hashtag Jason Winton right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come after my main man, Jason Winton. <laughs> One thing I will say about Winton, he gets better every broadcast, broadcast after broadcast. Let's get ready to hop into it and talk about it right now. What we could have tonight, possibly a preview of the NFC Championship game. Two of the top teams in the NFC, the Los Angeles Rams, which many think are the best team in football right now, versus the Minnesota Vikings venture. When you look at the Rams side of it, you say you got a couple questions. Well, let's started with your questions, Ventra, since this is about you. Well, no, well, I had it on the Viking side as the okay, question. Okay, so let's hear it. So, Dalvin Cook is the first question. All right. What do, what should fantasy owners do? This is a Thursday night game. You plug him in and he don't play or he, you know, is limited at some capacity. That could kill. That could kill no, your see, fantasy. That, I, I disagree with that. Okay. The Thursday night results are not as meaningful as people think. You're going to have a, you, you may, remember, remember a couple weeks ago, AJ Green had three touchdowns? Mm-hmm. He finishes like wide receiver 10. Right. Uh, you know what? Uh, Isaiah Crowell with those with the big game last week, two touchdowns. Did he finish as the running back number one running back number running back number one on the week? Yeah. 
No, but they didn't. weren't. Hurt, but they weren't hurt. These guys you're talking about. You know, you're right. They weren't hurt. I get what you're saying, but right. don't let one performance make or break your week because of something that happened in one game. Because Sunday, you already know what can happen on Sunday. Nobody can circle the wagons like, like the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Jim, it's always a mistake to put too much stock in one Thursday night game. I'll tell you, it, I agree with you. It, Try to get overreaction, and that's what we get for it. If we have a big game on Thursday, everybody thinks they're dead in the water come Sunday, Monday. And it just very often doesn't come true. The other thing I know about Thursday night games, and I'm getting this question a lot, is, you know, should I put this player or that player in at my flex on Thursday night? Look, I'm going to tell you people, I don't like using my flex position on Thursday night because you lose all options come Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what true. Ab- yeah. Everything comes in. I never use a flex on a Thursday night. If you don't want to put him in your starting position, don't put him in the flex. Yeah, I already made that mistake. And I was to- talking to Corey about it a couple of weeks ago where I plugged in, um, I think it was Dalvin Cook, uh, at my flex position. And he got hurt before the game, and I didn't expect that. So I couldn't put another guy in. Instead, I had to put C.J. Anderson at running back as opposed to Devin Funches in the flex. Did and you get a win few- that week? Nope. Yeah, you see? Yeah, you go right But here. I would have lost anyway, so it ended up not hurting me that bad. It doesn't sting as bad. How'd your waiver wire run go last night? I was all over uh, Dallas Goddard. I won him just about everywhere where I put in for him. My bids for him were in the $200 range, and the places that I didn't put in for him, he was going for the $200 range. Also, uh, I got Goddard at that price. You think I overspent? Uh, how much? Uh, the one league where I got him from, I spent 260 Well, one the highest I spent for him was 268 268 it seems like a lot. I think a, a, a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I would stay, stay in like the 160, 140 to 160 range, something like that out of 1,000. Yeah. That's, I, I, have, I have him on one team, too. 140 wouldn't have got him last night. You don't think so? I, I can look at the results. You're right, because you know what? I was trying to get Ben Watson. Yeah. And in our, in our Beat the Fantasy Exec NFFC League, I tried to get Ben Watson and the other guy. Um, Why are you bringing that league? Vance Dat McDonald. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, you know my feelings are hurt when you're bringing that up. You're well, doing well. I stink. I'm stinking to join up. And did, you, did you purposely bring that up? Did no. Did you to embarrass me, Ventura? No, no, absolutely not. I, I'm bringing it up because I, had, I have Evan Ingram. I have no backup tight end, right? So I went to get Ben Watson and uh, Vance McDonald I went for, right? Those are the two big tight ends out there. I put $107 on Ben Watson and I put 98 on Vance McDonald. I lost both. The guy, you know how much Ben Watson went for? 175, and Vance McDonald went for 124. So I have no tight end. Jim, 175 for McDonald seems kind of high, but that 215 to 250 range for Goddard is what everything is what he was going for last night. I, is there, was the overreaction to that big game? No, I, look, you, you guys know how I feel yeah, about I know Goddard. About I think him. we're going to see quite a few games like this from him. So no, I, I don't blame you for that at all. Look, I saw one of the guys posted. I think it was. Uh, uh, Fantasy Mojo posted that in one of the big FFPC oh, yeah. leagues, somebody spent over nine hundred dollars to get Vance McDonald out of their thousand. So you know, two fifty for Goddard is nothing because I'd rather have Goddard than Vance McDonald. I agree with you one hundred percent on that one. I, I I definitely do agree with you on that. I, I think Vance McDonald was like a thing. Excuse me, this past week, but I think moving forward, I think uh that we like the situation better. Also, a little bit later on in the program, I have a, a very popular fantasy um clown. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, a, fa- a very popular fantasy, fantasy clown. clown. I said it right. A bozo. Might as well put a red nose on the sucker. Uh, I'll talk about him a little bit later on. But he did a uh, he did a, 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 a sit-start column where he was talking about um, uh, Goddard is getting out-snapped and out-targeted by Zach Ertz. I know that, dummy. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That's clear. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> 
Duh. <laughs> Zach Ertz goes to the Pro Bowl every year. Got it played in his first game with, with Wentz, with yeah, CJ Wentz. rookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get into the fantasy clown a little bit later on in the program. Right now, I'm pulling up DailyRoto.com. Uh, you know who I like as a quarterback play this week, Jim? Let me know if I'm 100% off my rocker. Hey. Ryan Tannehill. We knew this. Yeah, no, I think uh, Tannehill's a good play this week. He, you know, he's playing pretty well uh, going up against New England. And right now, can't stop anybody. They've given up six passing touchdowns to wide receivers already on the year. Uh, you know, they're 24th against opposing quarterbacks. So, yeah, no, at this point, I, you know, part of me wants to think that New England's going to come out pissed off because they're one and two. They can't go one and three. But this team just doesn't seem to have any fire under it. This might be the week that fire comes out and, it, you know, Tannehill may burn us. But at the same time, the way they're playing right now, I'm going against them. You're right. The New England fire will come out because Josh Gordon will play and then bombs away. Here comes Brady to Gordon all day. Hashtag. Um, but the lowest QBR on passes over 20 yards belong to Tom Brady. You want to know why? Because the arm is shot. No, it's because Philip Dorsett stinks. The arm, adventure, I'm telling you, the arm is shot. People thinking that Gordon and Brady are going to be hooking up for these 95-yard touchdowns. They're gonna, Gordon's going to be running for 90 of those yards. We're going to see. But right. here's the other thing um, about New England, and specific, specifically that game, Miami. I think it's a Drake day. <laughs> I oh, think it's God. a Drake day. It's not a Ryan Tannehill day. It's a Drake day. Because New England is awful against the run. Look at look at their first three weeks against the run. They're one of the worst teams against the run. Carry on ran all over them. The Lions destroyed them with the run. So I think this is another day like that. Actually, the quarterback I really like this week under the radar Case Keenum against the Chiefs because you know they can't hold down nobody. Right. And, you know, more than likely Kansas City is going to put up 40 points this game. They're going to score a lot. So they're going to have to play catch up in case Keenum's going to have to throw a lot. I don't care if he throws two or three picks. He'll probably have three touchdowns. All right, well, listen, no. I, what do you do? Obviously, the, the, the Broncos ain't going to roll over in a division matchup. They're going to they're gonna fight back. So uh, I definitely agree with you on that one, uh, Ventra. I think Ezekiel Elliott's a good play this week. I think you'll get a breakout game from Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's going to go off. I think they're going to feed, force feed him the football, mm-hmm. and Zeke can handle that big workload. Jim, I also like Saquon Barkley. But I tell you an interesting play, Jim, that could be under the radar this weekend. Deshaun Watson's off to a slow start. His price tag on FanDuel is $7,600. I think this is a good week to fire up Deshaun Watson. I agree. Well, you know, it, it looks nice on paper, except that Indianapolis has actually done pretty well against opposing QBs. They're ninth in the league so far, only giving up three passing touchdowns so far on the season while taking two interceptions. They're playing pretty well. Uh, you know, giving up yardage, but they're not really giving up those touchdowns. Could be a good game for, for Watson to come forward, but they need this. Let's face it, they definitely don't want to start 0-4. No, they would, that would be stink. Yeah, I mean, he put up 26 fantasy points last week. In a six-point passing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's good, 26 points. I'll take that, especially for how underwhelming he's been, I guess. Let me get you a couple quick practice reports before I get back to some of the DFS stuff. Uh, just logging on right quick. Josh Gordon is practicing today, so he gets into full practice. Anthony Miller will not need surgery. Well, that's good. That's always good to hear. Eric Berry's hurt again. Uh, the Titans release Rashad Matthews. The Titans releasing Rashad Matthews is interesting. That's your boy. Yeah, that, that is my guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to hold him on, on my bench. Like, And I was even as a member of the Tennessee Titans because he's been their leading receiver venture for the past two years. You're not a big fan of him. Do you think um, – what, what, so you, this makes you feel better about Corey Davis, right? It, it does, but I'm not starting Corey Davis in, in a lot of my leagues because I have better guys like Mike Williams and stuff. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, I think obviously you should feel better about Corey Davis. The only thing you might that might hinder him is the fact that I don't see any other weapons here right now, and that could be a problem for Corey Davis because then a lot of attention is going to go on Corey Davis, and that, that hurts. That could hurt him because he's not that good yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't, haven't seen that talent shine yet. So I'm a little worried about him uh, rest of the season. Do you think Rashad Matthews goes somewhere else, or is he just not going to be in the league anymore? I might not pick him up. He's a good player. Well, here, wait, let's get this right. This is what I heard. I actually heard that Richard Matthews walked out on them. Yeah, yesterday. he did. He did. He no, I think he out asked for team. release. Yeah, yeah. Well, he walked out on the team and said, look, you, you guys aren't playing me enough. You're not getting me involved in this offense at all. You know, I've been the leading receiver for the last couple of years, and you're treating me like dirt. And he walked away. And at that point, I guess the team said, okay, well, if you want to walk away, we'll release you. Yeah. It didn't probably hurt them too much penalty-wise. Do you, do you do you agree with uh, Michelle Matthews getting cut? Do, I mean, no. Do, do you agree with him walking away from the team? Uh, I mean, I don't think I, I don't know too much about what the situation is. If they're treating him that poorly, then yeah, he but, ain't getting no targets. He's their best receiver. He's their second best receiver. But yes, he, he should be getting more targets. I agree with you 100. percent If he's not getting targets, he should be complaining a little bit. He was their leading receiver for a couple of years, so I, I mean, you're right, Jim. You agree with the he's move? Useful player. Look, it, it, if he gets outright released and then can sign with another team, then sure, why not? There's still teams out there that could use his value. If that team didn't want to use it, then why not? Look, we're, we're looking at a team that right now they're starting a cornerback that still doesn't have all the feeling back in his hand, uh, which is strike number one. The, this offense isn't doing much it's of anything. terrible, Jim. Yeah, Man. right. So it's strike number two. He's not getting used. He's totally frustrated, you know. If anything, I might have went in and talked to the coach first and said, look, is there any light at the end of this tunnel for me? And if they told him basically no, then I'd walk out too. Screw that. Yeah. I wonder who could, <laughs> I wonder who could use him. Like Dallas a, Cowboys. A team that needs like a nice slot receiver. The Dallas well, Cowboys, the Cowboys have a, a slot a Y, a slot, a Z. Your boy Cole Beasley is there. You know what I mean? Beasley. Has he done anything? Yeah, but... No, but no, they can move Cole to the outside. <laughs> Kenyon Drake done anything? <laughs> no, he did a little bit. Go ahead, Jim. They were talking about moving Cole to the outside anyway. Let's do it. I'm a whole lot of them. Eventually, they'll figure out something. I mean, if it you have can't not be this bad for the, for the whole season, can it? Uh, who? To Titans? I, Dallas. Oh, Dallas. No, it can't. I mean, you got to start using sure Gallup. They got a lousy got quarterback. Yeah, but they got to start targeting these guys. Like, Hearns is not getting targets. Like, he's supposed to be the number one receiver. That's on Dak, I think. A lot of that's on Dak. This is not beat up on Dak Prescott, though. It, it I, might, is. I might take Kaepernick over Dak at this point. Oh, I love Kaepernick. I used to love him. Great fantasy quarterback. He'd, be, he, um, He'd put up 26. I would rather Dak Prescott the younger quarterback. But Colin ran so much that it was like... It's true, too. He ran a lot. He did. He was, the last season he played, he was he used to very buggy. Fantasy, fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. Very he was a QB1 relevant. in the games that he started and went down the stretch. Uh, Jim, Corey Davis, pick, up, pick it up now that uh, Rashard Matthews going. Uh, you got to hope, but, I mean, Rashard Matthews wasn't getting anything anyway, so it really didn't have any effect on Corey Davis. Corey Davis is the one getting targeted the most. He's just not pulling down enough to be fantasy-worthy at this point. Yeah, I don't know who's a starter on this Tennessee team anymore besides Deion Lewis. I mean, Derrick Henry's like, oh, man, like five even, even points Deion every Lewis week. Deion Lewis is iffy at this point. <laughs> he, I know. They're not, he, he's not even seeing the ball in games where you think he should be, who would you rather uh, even have in the R- passing downs. Who would you rather have ROS, Deion Lewis or Matt Breida? 
Brita. Not check, Brita. Check, baby, check, baby, baby one, one, two, two three, three, four. four. Check, baby, check, baby, baby one, two, three, four. My bad, bad Brita. He's going to play, know. right? We're good on him? He's questionable right now. I would like to, I would like for him to practice today. Yeah. But they on, they play on the West Coast, so I don't think they're on the practice field yet. You believe him and, and, him and Zeke uh, lead the league in rushing right Ooh. now? Brita and Zeke? Well, Zeke leads the league in rushing. And I think Brita's right there with him, like right up there with him. I'm pretty sure. I told you my $15 was well spent. Look, the one, the one <laughs> thing that everybody probably knows by now, if you don't, you should know, is that the one thing we found out about Bobby Beathard is he loves to check down to his running backs. As a matter of fact, he has last year was the highest percentage of passes from a QB to a running back ever in the history of the game. Um, so he loves to check down to those running backs. And look, that's not Alfred Morris. That's going to be Breida. So if Breida's on the field, he should definitely benefit from that in PPR leagues. Yeah. Well, did you call him Bobby Bethard? Did I call him Bobby? <laughs> I think you called him Bobby Bethard. The old, the old school. The old, <laughs> yeah. uh, the old DC general manager, right? Yeah. I exactly. told you that the brain is the first thing to go. <laughs> so, uh, Bre- it's the, it, Hey, Jim, it's that thing that you got in that can over there. <laughs> what do you got over there? Uh, Bre- I, got no- I got nothing but a bottle of water, guys. Just yeah, a uh-huh. <laughs> Breeder and Zeke are tied. 274-274. Well, you know that's Zeke, though. And Breeder's only got 32 carries. Zeke's got 48. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. He's saying your boy is a punk. No, no, no. I love He's saying Zeke. your boy sucks. The whole Dallas offense should go to the flag football league. All right, oh. so here we go. We are off and rolling on a tip on a T.I. Thursday right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. When we come back, my main man, Jamie, he from the sportsbrokers.com joins the program. Talk a little wager. It's the Frenzy on the Thursday. Let's get it. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. My man Chris Pavone, they got the trap house jumping. You already know. Fantasy football yeah. frenzy right here at TSY Radio. Time to talk a little sports wagering. Want to welcome in my man Jamie Heath from the sportsbrokers.com. 1 800 220 Once again, that telephone number 1 800 220 Jamie, what up? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I like the fact that you got the old school, the 1 800 number. You know what I'm saying, Jamie? I think that's dope right there. What's good with you, homie? Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Glad to have you. So, um, let's start it off and kick it off. Tell us a little bit about the sportsbrokers.com, the telephone, the one eight hundred number, and I love the slogan: "We turn outcomes to income," and that's what I'm trying to do, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Turn outcomes to incomes because I need the income. Damn straight, we do turn outcomes into incomes. Uh, yeah, our number here is one eight hundred two two zero six two six two. Uh, or visit our website, thesportsbrokers.com. Visit our website. Join our website. Again, we do turn outcomes into incomes, and we love tonight's game. I, we love a side 
Monday night, my man, Kevin Todd, the president here, put $50,000 on the Woo! Pittsburgh Steelers. To back That's that correct. up, Jamie. Back that up. Back that up. Back that up. Wait a minute. TheSportsBrokers.com, 1-800-220-6262. The president put fifty k on, on, on this game tonight? Uh, no, he put fifty k on the Steelers this past Monday okay, night, okay. and there's there's going to be a substantial wager on tonight's game as well. We love this game just as much, if not more, than Monday night's game. Yes. All right, so cool. You got you got the Rams. I'm looking at the number. I'm looking at right now. The Rams obviously at home, laying seven versus the Packers. Are uh, the over it's under actually going up to seven and a half in a couple spots, guys? All right, so cool. That's going up to seven, and then you like if you, so that might make you like it one way or another a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Over under on this one that I, what I'm looking at right now. Is all 48 and a half. Hey, the Rams, the best team in football. Minnesota Vikings, uh, right now, the best team in football. Minnesota Vikings, also a team that people think could be in play, playing deep into the season, especially in the NFC. I know you don't want to give us a nod, but is anything that you see between these two teams that make this one a little bit easier to pick for you guys? Well, there are a couple of definite uh, situations taking place in this game that makes it a little easier for us. Yes, it is a short work week for both teams. Uh, Minnesota completely laid an egg, as everyone saw this past weekend against the Buffalo Bills. Everyone's uh, survival pools went up in flames on that one. Yep. The, 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 the Rams uh, look unbeatable, as everyone knows. Uh, they pretty much have uh, destroyed their competition the first three weeks. They've uh, looked like the most complete team offensively, defensively, and special teams. They beat the L.A. Chargers pretty convincingly this past week. But, again, you know, we, we love a side in this game. think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I will say that as far as the total is concerned. I, I do give it a slight lean, obviously, to the over, but that is not where we're going. We have a major, major play in this game, ladies and gentlemen. I want everyone out there to call this number, 1-800-220-6262. You get this play tonight. 1-800-220-6262. Visit our website, thesportsbrokers.com. Thesportsbrokers.com, 800-220-6262. I remember, Jamie, I was a young boy, you know what I'm saying? I would pick up my pops, you know what I'm saying? I'd pick up the phone, I'd dial that up. People like, yo, what, what's wrong with you, son? You know what I'm saying? So They, they I, had a phone when you were a young boy? <laughs> I definitely do uh, mm. like the fact that you take it old school with the 1-800 number. Let me ask you about the site, you know. I'm sure that you guys have been doing a good job pumping out winners. How long you been in business? How long you been in action? And um, how much success have you guys been having? I've been doing personally. I've been doing this over 22 years uh, of business since I was 30. I just turned 52 last week. I'm an old man already. So yeah, nice. but been doing been doing it 22 years. Very very successful in this industry. We get great information, obviously from different sources. I do a lot of this homework on my own as well as Kevin does as well. We've been really, really doing amazing on the night games already. We're five and two. We should actually be six and one, but of course Baker Mayfield did what Baker Mayfield oh. does, or we'd be six and one. We had the Jets. We lost by a point. What are you going to do? You can't win them all. Can't win them all. Uh, what do you think this does for Cleveland the rest of the way? When you add Baker to the mix from a wagering perspective, does it make uh, Baker a little? Does it make the Cleveland Browns a little bit more attractive? Well, uh, absolutely it does. I mean, this, the line uh, this Sunday is only, I want to say, two and a half, three in some spots with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, May, Mayfield's getting his first start. Uh, I think that obviously adds a, a little different light to the situation because he came off the bench, and that's a, you know, it's a whole different ball game. He has, obviously, a whole week to prepare and, and practice, but it's a whole different ball game when you start a game. So I'm not really... Sure, exactly what we're going to see from him this week. The Raiders have had two tough 
uh, road games in Denver and Miami where they were winning at halftime. Actually, they've, they've been winning at halftime in all three of their games, and they've come out on the, on the wrong side of it on all three of those games. They've got three losses. So this should be an interesting game. Talking to Jamie Heath from thesportsbrokers.com, thesportsbrokers.com, doing great work. You can get his NFL picks, college football picks, 1-800-220-6262 is the telephone number to get those aforementioned picks. These guys are killing it. Had a big win uh, this up this past Monday night on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Catch laying down big money and getting a good return on it. Obviously, they turn outcomes to income, and that's how we roll right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. College football this week, uh, Jamie, got a big one uh, with Penn State and Ohio State. I don't, you know, obviously not asking you to give me a pick, but what's the lean on this one? What do you guys see trend-wise that can make, uh, that's giving you guys the best play and the reason why we should dial that phone number? Well, that's a great question. Uh, the line actually opened up, I want to say Penn State was four, I'm sorry, Ohio State was four, and the total was anywhere from 65, 66. It's now uh, Ohio State's laying three, and totals uh, up to 70 and a half in that one. So obviously, uh, the money's going, believe it or not, on Penn State and the over. Uh, I honestly feel that that's going to be another track meet shootout. I love the quarterbacks on both of these squads. You're talking about potential Heisman Trophy winners. Whoever wins this game has a leg up. Ohio State obviously had a little turmoil for uh, the offseason with Urban Meyer. But that seems like it's straightened out, and Ohio State just pretty much gets their job on the, does their job on the field. Penn State last week uh, was sputtering early against Illinois. They ended up blowing them out in the late stages of that game. So this looks like a great, great matchup. I honestly am leaning towards the uh, the favorite in this game, but it's not it's not one of my strong plays this weekend. I have some monster, monster plays this weekend as well in college football. That's why everyone out there needs to call this number. 1-800-220-6262. You're getting my game tonight, which we absolutely love. Not only that, plus my college football games this Saturday. There you go right there. So uh, let me turn right, right quick. Let me ask you something about the NFL. Got two interesting – well, not really two interesting, but I, what I do want to talk about is the situation with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're basically running – the Texas Tech offense in the NFL, and they're kind of scoring at will. Uh, this weekend, they're on the road. I believe that's the Monday night game on the road in Denver, division rivals. Patty Mahomes, man, getting it done. They're laying four and a half on the road. That's the number I'm looking at right now going against the Denver Bronco. But that total is sitting at 55, and it's almost seemed like, you know what, the, 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 the Chiefs are kind of playing like we hit this number ourselves. Yeah, you know something? It, it makes me sick because I love Patrick Mahomes before the season started. I didn't get him on any of my fantasy teams, so I'm really sick about it. I knew it. I called this one. They're pretty much putting up uh, video game numbers right now. They're, they look unstoppable at this moment. They are going into a hostile environment in Denver. Uh, Denver's uh, pretty much the last couple weeks, they lost to, to Baltimore in Baltimore. Before that, they played a tough game against the Raiders, which they came out on top. It's a divisional game. This is a real true test for Mahomes. If, if this game goes over this 55, you're going to start seeing Kansas City totals in the low 60s pretty much from here on out. Because Vegas doesn't know what to do with this with this team right now. They look they look pretty unstoppable on offense right now on all cylinders, and they they don't really have much defense either. The voice you hear that is not mine. It's my man Jamie Heath, thesportsbrokers.com. They turn outcomes into income. So if you're down uh, to put a couple dollars on the ball game, you want to check out thesportsbrokers.com. Jimmy, what's that telephone number? 
That telephone number again, guys, is 1-800-220-6262. Again, 1-800-220-6262 or visit our website, thesportsbrokers.com. We turn outcomes into income. There you go right there. Jamie, thanks a lot for joining us today on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Look forward to talking some more football with you next week. Yeah, I can't wait, guys. I look forward to speaking with you guys. Good luck on this week, and, and, and thanks for having me. And thanks Thank for joining you. us once again. Jamie Heath, thesportsbrokers.com. That phone number is 800-220-6262, and they turn outcomes to incomes. Hey, Bavona, open up the telephone lines, 844-843-6879. Uh, going to take a little bit of phone calls before we head to the, to the break. Um, so we'll see, if we get, we'll see if we can get a couple phone calls before we head to the break. If not, we'll get them next segment. Um, I woke up this morning to a trade offer from the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Not, not a bad offer. Not a bad offer. What was the offer? I have. Don't tell me he wants Jordy Nelson. <laughs> no, because Jordy fell off a cliff and hit every brick on the way down. <laughs> no, he tried to get. Who did he try to get off of me? God darn it. I can't. I, I forgot just that quick. He offered me Jamison Crowder for. um. Let me see if I can find it right quick. It wasn't a horrible trade offer, but it was kind of like an introductory type trade offer, like like starting the yeah, like, the like trade yeah, wars. yeah. It was yeah. like it was like uh, a trade proposal to kind of get. Oh, he wanted to get, he wanted Sony Michelle, my Sony Michelle. He would send me Jamison Crowder. Now I know the All In Kid better than that. You feel what I'm saying? So um, I knew that was an introductory offer. He's not the clown I was talking about. It's not him. I'll get to the client I'm talking about in a couple minutes. I know, I know, but I'm saying Crowder for Michelle, straight up, straight up. He, that's I would be, I wouldn't even answer. No, I wouldn't I, even no, answer. I, see, no, I answered because I know it was like an introductory offer to get the ball rolling. You think so? Okay, yeah. I hope so. I don't. He think knows he, you for a long time. I don't time. think he think I'm crazy <laughs> or, or stupid. Yeah, exactly. I would hope not. At least I hope he don't think I'm he's crazy. Been with, he's been doing yeah, that's been, forever. The, that's yeah. been the homie for a decade now. Yeah, I, I don't think he think I'm crazy or I bump my head. He did send the offer late at night. Maybe he was like, oh, this, this excuse me, this dude drunk, maybe he'll accept it. You know what I'm saying? Well, Jake really wants you, him. That's how you know. What you should do. You should take the worst player on your team and offer him for the best player on his team and just see what he says. <laughs> so I ret- I That's what it sounds like. And, Jim, you're absolutely right. But I didn't go that far. So I – You counter-offered. I declined. I counter-offered. With what? I offered him Sony Michelle, who, who he wants. Yes. Who I can afford to let go of. Okay. For Quincy and Nunwa. No. So Sony might be like a revelation for for. Well, I know he's not going to accept that trade. <laughs> I know he's not going to accept he that might. trade. He might give you crazy for that. I yeah, mean, because Sony's the only running back there now. You got Burkett's out for the season. You know, James White's there, but James question. White can't run the ball, so Sony's going to run the ball. Actually, James White has the best yards for carry average on the team. Yeah, that's because he's <laughs> he's efficient because he's one of those pass catching type backs. So they're always efficient on the ground because they have like ten carries the whole oh, season. Hey, okay, cool. So if he sends me that offer, if he replies to that offer, I'll, I'll gladly enjoy it, right? And I and I'll take I'll take a new one. I got McCaffrey on that team. I got Zeke on that team. You could have got I more. I got though. running back depth, so I'm I'm pretty good. It's the flex, you know. We go down to and do the flex drafts. Mm-hmm. Me and Jacob, no, no, Jake is one and two. I'm zero and three, but I got like the second most points in the league. I'm just getting hammered by people who go off every week. Right. Um, Telephone lines. I'm gonna save them for a little bit. Yeah. So last night I was um chilling, chilling in the crib. And I'm running some waivers and stuff like that, getting my stuff together for waiver wise. So I don't play on no leagues on NFL.com, but I went to NFL.com to um, I went to NFL.com to uh, see if there was any breaking news before I finalized my my bids for my waivers, right? Yeah. And I see big bold headlines: 
sit fancy football sit start. So I was like, oh, sit oh, start. So let me click yeah. on sit start and see, uh, you know, some of NFL.com, the NFL Network's prognostications on sit start. Yep. So click on the article. I said, well, who wrote this article? It was Michael Fabiano. And I'm like, oh, Michael Fabiano, FSWA, FSTA, Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, big time contract, NFL Network, Michael Fabiano, sitting on TV, yucking it up with former athletes, Michael Fabiano. Let me tell you something. This was the worst sit start I have ever seen in my MFN life. <sighs> Michael Fabiano is an effing clown, straight up. He has no clue what he's talking about. You must think your audience is dumb, Fabiano, with fabs, as you call yourself on the TV show. Fabs. If you think that the fantasy football audience is this crazy, sit, Robbie Anderson. You think we don't know to sit, Robbie Anderson, against the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars? Sun on on waiver wires everywhere, and you're going to tell me to sit, Robbie Anderson? He's also been on the Come decline. on, Fabs. What are you doing, son? Has the money gone to your head? Has the fame gone to your head? Some more sits from Fabiano this week. Charles Clay. Owned in oh 100% of God. leagues. <laughs> How are you going to sit Charles Clay? He's not on rosters. Another sit from Fabiano this week? Yeah. Austin, Safarian, Jenkins. Come oh on, Fabs. You don't, you, come on, man. Is this tight end? Fabs, or? Fabs. Put a little bit more effort into it, dog. This is satire. Sits at the running back position. Alfred Morris. Duh. Well, he did Jamal right Williams. Up. He says, sit Jamal Williams. <laughs> he says, sit Jamal Williams. Stay away from the Packers' backfield. I told him that four months ago. <laughs> Fabs. Fabs. You got the nerve to call yourself, to give yourself a cool nickname. Those are bold, let me tell you. Peyton Barber. Sit. Duh. Oh. <laughs> you think we don't know to sit Peyton Barber? It gets better, though. The quarterback oh, I'm sits. I'm looking at it now. I the quarterback sits. That big shot, Michael Fabiano, sitting up there on NFL Network like he's some kind of hot shot. You ain't hot nothing, Fabs. Sit, Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. That's a good call. <sighs> sit, Marcus Mariota against the Eagles. <laughs> sit, Marcus Mariota. Is Ma Marcus Mariota, you think people putting Marcus Mariota in lineups, Fab? What's been, wrong with you, son? He's been sitting for weeks. He's been sitting for weeks. Victor just said it. What are you doing? This is what you're giving the NFL Network people, the NFL.com audience. You telling them to sit Dak Prescott? Sit Marcus Mariota. Sit Derek Carr. Sit oh, wait, Derek wait, wait, Carr. Wait, 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 but you're missing the big point. Oh, what? Hold on. What is it, Jim? The big point is he's telling these people to sit it because their easy button is putting them in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think this is for this the average. The same the, home. The it novice. Is, it's the no, it, it, this, there is no novice in fantasy football that you need to tell to sit Robbie Anderson, to sit Charles Clay. Come on, Fabs. Put a little bit more effort into it, Fabs. His don't best just one. sit up there. Don't just sit up there. Sit up there rubbing elbows with ex-athletes. You know what I'm saying? Thinking you hot stuff, Fabs. <laughs> this is bad advice. Yeah. His start at quarterback. One of his starts at quarterback. His best one. Hold his on, best hold on. One. Wait, 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 okay, wait, okay, wait, okay, okay. One of his starts at quarterback, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers will throw the football more than anybody. Everybody in the 12-team league sitting up here starting Phil Rivers. And Fab is going to tell me to start Phil Rivers. Listen, Fabs, my man. 
I'm not hating, son, but you don't know what you're doing, dogs. Stop sitting up there rubbing elbows thinking you cool. You ain't cool, son. You a nerd. But then you got the audacity. Fabs, his start of the week at the quarterback position <laughs> is Pat Mahomes. The number one quarterback in fantasy football is your start of the week. By a long you shot. You don't know what you're doing, Fabs. Take that article and get rid of it. Throw it Michael out. Fabiano, you got to be kidding me, son. <laughs> Sitting on NFL Network making half a billion dollars telling people to start Mike, telling people to start Pat Mahomes. Oh, my He said goodness. start Matt Ryan. Oh, okay. What are we doing? Start Pat Mahomes? Fantasy Football Frenzy FNTSY Radio. What you know about that? DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Excuse me, I had to get me a drink of water right here, Fantasy Football Frenzy FNTSY Radio. Kayla's out there. She won't come in studio, though, but she did tell me a secret. She said I couldn't tell y'all, so I'm keeping it to myself. <laughs> that devilish grin of mine. 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved. Sit Michael Fabiano. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Start of the week. Pat Mahomes, please. Unbelievable. Uh, 844-843-6879. Let's go. Oh, my homie's on the line. I got to holler at the homie. Let me holler at my man, Truck, in Massachusetts. Big Truck, what's cooking, big dog? I'm scared to ask you my question now. After that <laughs> Not Truck. We the homies, Truck. I just can't have people in this industry telling the, telling the fantasy football audience that their start of the week is Pat Mahomes, who scores 60 every week. It's got to be for Nova, <laughs> Novus players. That's the only way I could see it. I guess so. What up, Truck? Hey, man. Uh, Corey, I got to say, I've known you for a long time, and you were pretty dead on on that one, I have to say. That was probably the worst article I've ever read. <laughs> I hey, quick, quick, quick question. So with Baker Mayfield playing, would you roll Njoku at tight end or O.J. Howard with a tough matchup? That's interesting, uh, Truck. I got that same uh, question in a couple leagues. I'm actually, in one of my teams, in a 14-team league, I'm actually running 12 personnel this week. Because I'm starting two tight ends, and, and Joku is one of them. I think Njoku puts a spark in the offense, so I'm putting Njoku back out there this week. Don't get me wrong. My fingers all crossed on this. Um, so I would say that you play – man, I don't, want, I, want, I don't want to tell you to run 12 personnel or a.k.a. the Corey Parson fantasy offense. But, um, Jim, what do you think? Uh, Njoku or O.J. Howard this week? Look, I expect some – Njoku to get a, a bounce here too with Mayfield starting as well. But, you know, Howard has already got starting to get established with Fitz. I think he's just more established. I would roll with him this week, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if Njoku ends up outscoring him. Yeah. What do you think, Vince? I, I would roll tied with, um, with, with, with Howard, yeah. 
how it is getting it done, especially with Baker May. I mean, excuse me, especially with uh, Fitzmagic. So there you go right there, Truck. But we ain't got to make the decisions today. So we'll text over the week, and I'll let you know what's up, big dog. Can I ask, can I ask, can I ask one more quick sure. one? All right. What would you do here? Would, would, you, do, would you play Breeder with Beathead playing, or <laughs> would you play Royce Freeman against the Chiefs' awful defense? I'm, I'm going Breeder. I like that check down appeal from Breeder. It's a P- oh, you only play PPR, right, Truck? So I would yeah. go Breeder. What do you say, yeah. Richard? I agree with that because, you know, Morris ain't getting no check down, check one twos. And, no. um, you know, they're playing a game where they're probably going to get blown out. So later in the game, you know, Breeder's going to get his. Uh, and he'll get the rushes early on in the game. So I like Breeder better. Plus, he's leading the league in rushing. So well, You make it unanimous, Jim? Yeah, I do make it unanimous. I think he sees more more of the pass-catching duties as well. That helps him. Morris could steal goal line carries. That could always hurt. But I don't think they get enough chances at that. So I'd much rather have the pass-catching back. Yeah. Truck, holler at you, big dog. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my main man, Chris and Cali. Chris, what up with you? Yo, what's up, Corey? First off, I want to say I appreciate the shout-out yesterday. My man, son, you was <laughs> lit Sunday morning. <laughs> and, and let me tell you. 7 a.m. I operate East Coast Standard Time out here. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, I'm son. Everybody else out. My man, I love it, though. I love it. Stick with it. How'd your fantasy weekend go? Oh, uh, it was pretty good. I actually dominated my opponent, you know, Matt Ryan, in a five TD performance that that helped boost me up. No doubt, um, no doubt. That stuff you that stuff you smoked that morning helped boost you up too. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a trade question for you guys. Uh, you guys said a trade question, a fantasy question. I think so. Yeah. So I got I got an owner in here who has Tyrod Taylor and um. Who's his other quarterback? And Jared Goff. So he needs a quarterback. So he's trying to come at me for Matt Ryan. And I got Joe Flacco, who I would rather trade. Now, he offered me T.Y. Hilton plus, like, Sammy Watkins or Latavius Murray for Matt Ryan. I'm not really feeling that. No, I don't blame him. I want to offer him Joe Flacco. Yeah, I want to offer him Joe Flacco for T.Y. Hilton. Yo, he's not not going to do that. Unless he's listening to Michael Fabiano and Vice Chris. He's not going to do that. <laughs> Unless he's listening to Fab's advice. Nobody going to do that. Yeah. He's not going to do that because you can go to the waiver wire and pick up Joe Flacco. So what I ask you is, first of all, is it a six points or four points passing touchdown league? And, and, and are there quarterbacks on the waiver wire? This is a six points per touchdown. This is a super flex. So there's no quarterbacks on the waiver right. wire. Wow. Well, wait, what was, so what do you want to do? Just Flacco? I, I, you got to keep Matt Ryan. And a, and, a, and a super and a six points for passing touchdown super flex. You keep Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah. If you got a if, yeah, now that makes Flacco a little bit more interesting. But you're gonna have to come down to another to a lower, lower, lower tier. No, I, don't th- I think you're wrong. Go ahead, Jim. In I'm two, interested in a two QB league. Those quarterbacks are worth gold in this point. So you know, wide receivers can always be had. So I think he definitely is on the right tier of wide receiver. You know, that's the kind of guy I would look at for a quarterback in a two-back quarterback league where none are available. But Flacco, yeah, but yeah, no, Flacco's a QB2 tier. I, I, Flacco's playing in QB1 range right now, and he's okay. got a really good setup of games coming up. So, you know, he's not terrible at, at any point. And you know what? QBs are gold in two QB leagues when there's none available. It's simple as that. Supply and demand. I, I, I got one more issue. All right. Mm-hmm. My bad. My, my bad, Jim. But uh, Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan both have bye weeks on week eight. You get, we got to get to week eight, week eight first, Chris. Feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
They got to okay. get to week eight first because Lamar Jackson could be the starter by week eight. Somebody will get hurt in the next month or so. Somebody could get benched. Jameis could be back by week eight. So it's kind of like we can't worry about that now. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But maybe you could get uh, get Flacco for something a little bit less. Like T.Y. Hilton's, I think, a little too high for, no, what, for I, what I would say to him now, now I know it's two-quarterback league and I agree a lot with, with what Jim says, you know what? Try it. Try T.Y. Just shoot your shot. Shoot a shoot, Chris. You know that. Yeah, that's true. You can try <laughs> it. Like Seeley tried. <laughs> but again, this is totally different. You're talking about a yeah. team that needs a quarterback where there's none available, guys. He's going to have to turn to somebody, and he's going to have to give up a piece to get it. And you know, I, I if I would, if it was me, I'd be looking at a big piece. I wouldn't want some, you know, no name schlub, uh, eighth round, ninth round, tenth round pick wide receiver for him at this point. There you go, right there. Hey, Chris, I holler at you, big dog. Keep in touch. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Let's go to Gabe in Portchester. Gabe, what's good with you? Yo, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Chilling, chilling. I got a flex question. All right. Mm-hmm. I got a, let's see, I got Philip Lindsay, Alex Collins, Tyler Lockett, or Max, Hold on one second. Uh, Lindsay, Matt Breida. Collins. Yeah, Lindsay, Collins. Lockett. Lockett. And Breida. And Matt Breida. And one thing I will tell you, Fab, between Lockett Fabs and has Lockett as one of his best starts this week. <laughs> I, would, I would say no. I would say no. Uh, you, need, you need two of these four? <laughs> two? Uh, just, just one, one for my. I play. think Alex Collins. I'm still on that boat. You, yeah, of course, you are. I'm on that boat. It, it's not really a boat. Anymore. <laughs> don't get off boats that you're I'm not on. a bandwagon guy. No, yeah. you're not a bandwagon. But still, when Ronald Jones has been inactive <laughs> all month and you're still holding him, I would get off that boat. <laughs> I dropped him in a couple places. Oh, there you I'm go, my man. I had to. I had no you choice. Dropped him, nice. <laughs> um, it's not a boat. It's a life raft, and he's the only passenger. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one. Jim, I'm on. I'm liking Breeder. I like Breeder and Lockett to be honest with you. Out of this bunch, and I and I'm and I've turned the corner on Lockett. I thought Lockett was trash the majority of his career, but he's been getting it done. You like uh, them both more than Collins? I was saying between Breida and Collins. I'm saying between Breida and Lockett. Well, you got uh, Jim. Yeah. Well, look, I got Lockett Cooks and Thielen as my other wide receivers. Cooks and Thielen as your other wide receivers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, Should have Lockett put Lockett in it in those spots, right? Okay, go ahead, Jim. He doesn't want me to talk. Yeah. No, let him talk. It's a delay. It's a delay. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, look, Lockett is hit or miss. There's no doubt about it. Arizona, though, has played uh, pretty well against the pass only because you could just run down their necks all day long. 31st in the league against opposing running backs, but they're eighth in the league against opposing wide receivers. Haven't given up a touchdown pass to wide receivers yet on the season. Um, hmm. So, you know, right. they're giving up yardage. They're not giving up touchdowns. So Lockett, you know, while I like the play, it's a little bit more risky than I would prefer. So I think I would go with Breida here. I just again, I think they're going to be down early. I think Breida's going to get a, a bunch of those check down passes, and he's going to make up quite a few points with that. There you go, right there, Gabe. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. My man, I holler. Yeah, thanks, guys. Jim, you're the man. All right, guys. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go down to Florida and talk to Eric. Eric, what up, guys? Hey, what up? I got a wide receiver question. I need two out of the four. I got Kelly Galladay, Tyler Boyd, Emmanuel Sanders, and Mike Williams. Well, William, Mike Williams, Mike Williams. Uh, oh man, man. You got some good. You got some good dogs right here. So boy, PPR or non PPR? Non PPR, standard, twelve team. 
non PPR, a 12 team non PPR, Galladay. Yeah. Oh, I got how many? How many does he need? You need two of them, Jim. I think Boyd should be one in that shootout. I like Boyd better than the PPR. I like Galladay for sure in the standard. No, but even in the standard, because uh, you know that game's going to be high scoring. I think Atlanta. If AJ Green don't play, I, I like Boyd. If Green plays, and who are the other two? It was it's Galladay, Boyd, Emmanuel Sanders, and Mike Williams. Wow. These are four starters. You know, I know you guys are gonna are gonna say Sanders as one of them for sure, right? Sanders has an excellent matchup. Yeah, he does. It's hard not to start him. You have to. Who do you have in your lineup already, uh, um, Eric? Uh, those are my starting wide receivers, sir. All right. So who do you? What are you? What are you looking for? Three starters. I need two to start this week. Well, so Sanders is one for sure. You don't agree with that? You two? I'm the one saying to start Sanders right now? Are we kidding me? No, Jim, like not, Mike, Jim you like Williams and Galladay, right? I do. It's standard. You know, I want mm-hmm. the guys that have the better chance at scoring Score touchdowns. touchdowns. Well, Sanders scores touchdowns, doesn't he? You guys like know him better than right me. right now, and, and not with the way Case Keenum has been playing. You, um, you know, I, I expected much more out of Keenum than what we've been seeing so far. Uh, he hasn't really been playing very well. His, a lot of his passes are off target. And while I like Sanders still a ton in PPR, I like Galladay and Williams' chances to get in the end zone better. I agree with that, but this matchup is beautiful for Keenum and Sanders and Demarius. This should be a, a ton of passing here, um, and he should get a touchdown. I think Sanders. You know what I'm saying? But like we like uh, we like all four of the players. Yeah. What I'm trying to figure out a way is to get who you, you don't you don't have a flex in your league, Eric. I I got Philip Lindsay in my flex. I take Philip oh, Lindsay. I, I, yeah, take, yeah, take him out. Take Philip Lindsay out to flex, and then throw in the, the okay. third guy. There you go. Okay, my man. So I, I which like third him. guy did you tell him you want him to Thank throw you, Sanders in over Boyd? I would throw Sanders in over Boyd, and then who the other two? Mike Williams okay. and Mike Kenny Williams Gallagher. and Kenny Gallagher. So, so Boyd, who scored three touchdowns in the last couple of weeks, you want him sitting while Sanders hasn't really scored that many all year? I'd actually sit Mike Williams because the matchup is just so brutal. Look, they're going to kill Mike, San Francisco. Mike Williams is getting in the end zone every week too, though. And I so know, Galladay. but this matchup, they, they might kill him. Kill San Francisco. They might Jim, you would sit Sanders? Uh, I, I would think long and hard in the standard of sitting standard. Uh, of sitting Sanders, yes. Who are you sitting? I'm probably sitting Mike Williams, which hurts, but I'm probably sitting Mike Williams. And I'm probably, you know what? We, we can't just tell Eric a different, all three of us give Eric a different answer. Was different. This is what we feel. No reason for him to call. This he is, feel, he is might as well call the fans. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll, agree with, I'll agree with Jim. Go Galladay, Boyd, and Mike Williams. Fine. All right, there you go. There right we there. go. Now unanimous. we all agree. Now we're unanimous. There you go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was like I'm brain just, surgery. I'm just telling you how I feel. No, I know. I want to know how you feel, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very dialed in to, to your feelings. <laughs> okay. I worry about you, too, though. I worry about... My the, thought process? I worry about the, the Kenyon Drake thing. Okay. I worry about that. Mm-hmm. I worry about the Ronald Jones thing. Mm-hmm. And the Alex Collins thing? You, the Alex Collins thing is troublesome to me. And, and the fact that you... It's almost good he doesn't have a Crowell thing. <laughs> Jim, don't start that. <laughs> and uh, what, what are you worried about? And and uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, a tragedy. <laughs> a tragedy. It is a tragedy. To me, it's a tragedy. Jimmy Garoppolo tearing his ACL is uh, the the biggest tragedy in sports, as you called it. Well, I said it's it's a big tragedy. In, I said it's one of the biggest tragedies in sports. Not the biggest, but it's a big yeah. tragedy. Um, but the thing is about these running backs. You said look, all running backs you're worried about with me, right? That's because running backs, look at them. 
They're a disaster right now. You're right. They're a disaster. Drake right. is gold. Drake, Drake is gold in this environment. What has he done, Ventra? Week, week two, he had like 15, 16 points. And I think week one, he had like a nice 10. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't oh, great. Oh, Jim, I can't wait but to I'll roster that 10 points from Kenyon Drake, Jim. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I love getting that 10 points from Kenyon Drake on my bench. One week, you're going to get 25. And then one week, you're Ooh, one week. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then Break that, out that the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, what do you You know, I was about to ask a question. Yeah. I didn't want to ask it because it might get in trouble. I was going to ask y'all what y'all thought about, you know. What? Say it. Guess we had. But let's, let's just keep that off here. Um, <laughs> I thought he did a great job coming through, so definitely uh, check him out. Um, I thought he did he a likes great plugging. job, too. It makes me want to call his damn phone number. There you yeah, go. Right. I'm, I'm going to go home and call his phone number. I remember back when I was a little boy. I used to be he was excited about tonight's game. I want to know who the heck he's Is it free about. to call his number? Hey, nothing free, Jack. Say that. Well, it, <laughs> I'm not spending money. Hey, nothing number. free, Jack. No, no, it's free to call the number <laughs> yeah. to get the information. Not quite so much. Oh. If you want that pick that his boss put $50,000 on, he's not just going to dial that 800 number and him tell you, hey, you know, I like – the Bengals plus three and a half. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. going to be like, give me $200. You know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But whatever the case may be. Shout out to him. But definitely check him out, thesportsbrokers.com. And uh, that phone number was 800-220-6262. Yeah. You want to make predictions on tonight's game? Oh, yeah, let's do that. You start it off. You set it off. Okay, so you got minus seven plus seven, right? Yeah, you got Who, the Rams in the Seven and, and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I, I got got the, hook is, the hook is there. Oh, it changed? Because on my bookie, I still see seven. But all right. Oh, oh, it went back down to seven then. Because I looked at it just before we went on the air. It was yeah, seven it and a half. Fresh myself and see where it's at. And you got over on the 48 and a half. So uh, I want to buy a half a too. point here and take the Vikings. So you want the Vikings with the hook? Yeah, you got to buy that half a point. I can feel you. You know what I'm that. saying? I might bet that right now. So let's put so that. Okay, so let's set, it at the, let's set the number at seven and a half. At seven and a half. I'm still going with the Rams. I, like, hey, my man Gabe got the shirt. He say it all the time. Good teams win. Great teams cover. cover yeah. So there you go right there. I'm going with, I'm going, I'll take the Rams and I'll take over the 48 and a half. The over, uh, yeah, I agree with the over for sure. I think that's a great bet right there. But and you take, and you taking the, uh, you, I think the Vikings are going to come back because I think they're a little pissed off about last week and I think they're going to come out firing, like right, firing cool. on all cylinders. So. All right, Jim, Jim, you, Jim, you go ahead and give us the right answer because I'm not on the heater right now. I'll be on the heater by next week, though. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I am going with the Rams in this one, but I'm actually taking the under. All right. I think this is going to be a defensive battle. There you go. Ooh, a defensive battle like the old days. of Both defenses are banged up. Everson I Griffin. still think it's going to be a defensive battle. Yeah. These guys are playing for, you know, Minnesota's playing for pride after getting beat out by, you know, Buffalo last week. Yep. The, the Rams are trying to show the world that they need to be 4-0, that they are the best in the game, and there shouldn't be any qualms about it. So I think this is a game that both sides step up, and right. usually when that happens, it turns out to be a defensive battle. Fantasy football Let's friends, go. the FNTSY, ready to be back tomorrow with Day, with Ventra, we out. <laughs>